Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 287. John, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. Thanks for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button. Share with a friend. Check out our sports podcast and rate five stars. All right, Andy, we got some good stuff to get to. Uh, a lot of stuff uh, out and about, in fact. Uh, I spent an entire day at Disneyland on Friday in 97-degree uh, heat, and uh, it was powerful. That sun was a jerk. But luckily, it's not like Knott's Berry Farm or Six Flags. I mean, you're inside on a ride in 65-degree air. You know, you just spend some of that time outside. And it was like 1960 outside. Uh, and what I mean by that is the park was empty. The longest mm-hmm. minutes. Yeah, you got the there right at the uh, when everyone's gone and no one's taking trips out here yet. A lot of large people like to go to Disneyland and scooters and all that. And I don't mm-hmm. think they were going to tolerate the, the heat. Then you have, it was a long weekend. So I think a lot of the pass holders went out of town and kids are back at school. So I think it was kind of a perfect storm uh, other than the heat in terms of keeping the crowds down. Andy, we went on the Haunted Mansion and its debut, by the way. Cars, we went on two times. Space Mountain, two times. Like, it was crazy. So you were at both parks and did a lot. Oh, yeah, we were all over the place. We took a break and... uh Popped into the Grand Californian for a pretty great, uh, delicious pizza and a couple glasses of wine. And then uh, even we're able to squeak into Carthy Circle on the uh, lower level for a drink in the evening. I don't so, know what that means. What? Carthy Circle is a fancy, uh, it's the little place that looks like a church in California Adventure. It was modeled after the theater where they first aired uh, Prince Snow White. Okay. Don't know anything about that. It's right there next to the fountain when you walk in. Mm, okay. Uh, don't know all the uh, history of that park yet. I mean, it's only been around for 20 years now. But. Yeah. I've only been in there. That was our second time in there. We had, yeah. We'd had dinner upstairs a couple years ago. We'd never had a drink on the lower level. It's always full. It's always hard to get in there. But uh, they were able to squeeze us in. And uh, it's very cool. It's very, you know, 1920s L.A. Mm-hmm. Fort yeah. Suck. Um so that was fun. One thing I, I, I wrote down that I wanted to talk about, I don't know if you notice this in regular civilian life, but you notice it there especially. How does everyone have a tattoo now? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a thing. And um, I've been seeing more so lately. There was a kid in front of us. We were in line to get uh, a hot fudge sundae because it was 97 degrees out. He, was, he couldn't have been over 20 and a half. His whole arm... Up to his, where his, you know, collar shirt would end, was black, was covered in black ink. It was a white kid. But have you seen, you know what I'm talking about, those tattoos where there's no designs, yeah. nothing in there, it's just a solid bar? What the hell is that? I don't know. Is that like, I made one and it was shit, so I just covered my whole thing I up looked it up a, a little bit ago, and that's one of the things that people do. Other ones are just like, oh, something different makes me look different. Yeah. Um I didn't get a good answer, really. And I, I did see that it, tattoos are among like 38% of the population have a tattoo, something like that, which seems crazy. I don't have any. You yeah, don't have any. In the think. 1950s, you had to be in the Navy to get a tattoo. I yeah. Think, right? That's it. Uh, but at Disneyland, especially, 
yes, everyone has a tattoo. Like there's probably like nine people over the age of 10 in there that don't have a tattoo. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing how many, uh, I think, I'm, I don't know what the stats are, but I feel like at least our age is girls have them more often than guys because they all want to like, oh, they have the one on their shoulder or something. You yeah, know? and it's small and, it's like, and it's special I, I, to me. I hate like, the, the words that people use, ironic and random. I hate those words. They've ruined yeah. them. Uh, they were good before. They're ruined now. They've been ruined for probably a decade. Um, it's not like tattoos are free, like, I think these things are a minimum of like a couple hundred bucks, right? Like, yeah. what are you doing? Uh, yeah, and the real ones you'd actually notice are going to be a thousand dollars. So it blows me away. I, yep. I don't understand it. Hmm. I guess that's what that's their jam. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I saw that and I, I looked at this kid and I couldn't believe the age with the arm. It didn't make sense. So I had to write that down. All right. That transitions perfectly into. This heat wave we're in, Andy. Like I said on the sports pod, I've been sweating since Thursday. It's miserable. I hate this. And uh, yeah, California doesn't know how to make power. So they're like, you can't turn it on. And uh, now the uh, heavy factor is, it used to be like four to nine forever. And now I think right now it's peak is uh, four to 10 p.m. And at 10 p.m., Andy, even at the beach, it's 79 degrees and 88% humidity. Yeah, you need to run the AC just to push the air through. That's that's been my experience. Is like, I don't even. I'll try not to run it during when the sun's out. But then when I get at night, I'm like, I'm gonna get that air moving because it's just dead. Mm-hmm. It's just drowning in thick air. Yeah. Now, uh, I guess lucky they the news. Well, and again, it won't happen because it's so far out. But the news was reporting last night that there's rain coming our way from the south. Uh, it should be hitting on Saturday. And it could bring lightning and thunderstorms with it. Uh, obviously, no, that's not going to happen. At this point in time, it's calling for 50% for most of Orange County on Saturday. So, No, but the rain's going to be worse. We got that little tiny bit of rain on Saturday, and it just heats it up. It just becomes a sauna. And just, it's yeah, worse. It, so. it ups the humidity. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm talking like real rain where, yeah, it's still going to be humid and gross, but it's still kind of cool if you're not driving in it or outside. I'm going to be but heading four out. four raindrops somehow just make your yeah. car filthy. There's going to be like a snake overhead, you know, like you're in the jungle. And it's like, yeah, no, we're, we're in the middle of uh, like, yeah. uh, romancing the stone. Yeah. And then a big like walking stick insect starts crawling on you. And you're like, yeah. what is going on? Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, currently in Long Beach, it's 83. Looking at your map, Andy and Irvine, you got 88. Yeah, that's fine. It's almost 6 p.m. Oh, my! I'm getting an alert. Something's going on. Conserve energy. I'm getting the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Literally getting it right now. All my phones are buzzing. Oh, yeah. Picking that up. I'm getting that, it in my house. Yeah. If that's yours. That's not me. Yeah, that's me. That's Unbelievable. Loud. So it's like that scene in uh, Christmas Vacation where they have to flip the switch at the nuclear power plant. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be nice if all of these freaks would just stop watching Chernobyl and let smart people make nuclear power, because I think they figured it out since Russia blew it up. Well, they did vote to keep the the one in San Luis Obispo, so. Oh, That's good. The, okay. I, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. Also, completely different thing. Like, Europe is d- 
60% dependent on Russia and Russia just turned off all their power. It's like, what are people doing? Ugh. Everyone's listening to that little girl for some reason. Like, it blows my mind. We need electricity. They're saying don't power your electric cars in, in Los Angeles, Andy. Well, at, at the times, because you don't have to do it during those times, but yeah. Sometimes you don't have an option. Yeah, that's that's a problem. It's a mess. It's a mess. And it's hot, and it just makes people crabby, myself included. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we do have good news. Uh, the Apple event that we've all been waiting for, Andy, is tomorrow <laughs> at 10 a.m. I know you're just ecstatic. You have, you're waiting with a bated breath. You, you don't even know how to help yourself. Yeah. Well, I've got some news. I'll, I'll, I'll enlighten the world. Uh, I'm sure it's not a big surprise anymore. These things are very easy to figure out on like the first one. You got an Apple Watch 8. Apple Watch 8 Pro is coming out. That thing's going to have a $1,000 price tag. Ridiculous. Um, it's large, almost two centimeters wide. It's geared towards mega athletes and expensive people, I guess. Um, LeBron's going to do the... uh, Like The Rock could wear it because he's got a huge wrist. Uh, I like the idea of it. I I don't know. I I would never spend $1,000 on a temporary watch. If it were something that's going to last 18 years, something you could consider. But again, if you wear that in LA, it's getting stolen off of your wrist. So you can't. the other one will be normal pricing, about 500 bucks with the cellular inside. Then you have iPhone 14. We're up to 14, Andy, and it's the 15th year of iPhone now. Mm-hmm. More remarkable. Uh, they're bringing the large phone to the regular crowd. So instead of just the 14 and uh, the 14 mini, the mini's gone, and they made a max, which is the 6.7-inch like, screen. And then the... Uh, iPhone Pro, which is the large one, like I have a 12, is getting an upgrade from a 12 megapixel camera, Andy. They're operating that bad boy to 48 megapixels. What is that going to do for you? You're going to get... I don't know. 16K? I guess, yeah. Well, it's going to allow 8K uh, movie. Yeah. Uh, Also, 120 gigahertz screen, finally. uh, Enabling, I think, a feature your phone's long been able to do of always on. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, among other things, those are the, the main, uh, upgrades, AirPod pros two. not to be confused with the new AirPods that they came out with last year or the year prior. Um, no VR, no Apple cars, that kind of stuff, uh, or, you know, pipe dreams, but, uh, yeah, it, it's not bad. Uh, people are pretty impressed. Uh, I actually intend on upgrading on both. So I have an I, Af- Apple watch four, which will be obsolete next year. So I'm going to get a little bit of, I think the trade-in value is like 100 bucks on this thing, which is pretty good. And uh, my Apple iPhone 12 Pro Max is like $600 trade-in value. So I'm going on a big trip in a couple months, so might as well have the best camera I can get and uh, all that fun stuff. So I intend on upgrading to both. And uh, sources are, are saying it's going to be readily available, at least for the regular Apple Watch and I believe even the Apple iPhone 14. But more on that to come tomorrow at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Pretty exciting. I know you can't wait. Yeah. All right. Uh, tell us about the festival reactions. Yeah. So this a is couple, not Burning Man. No, a couple of the film festivals. I think it was uh, with Telluride, which is in Colorado, like mountains. Um, and then Venice, 
Uh, then we got Toronto this weekend. So uh, a I lot saw of that the Harry Styles guy was trending because they thought he spit on the other Chris guy. Yeah, I think that's a good place to start. So a lot of what lot kind of movies. What color was he wearing, by the way? God, there's a lot, a lot of outfits. We'll we'll talk, but um, yes, a lot, a lot of films coming out this uh, this fall got their premieres, uh, including the movie we're talking about here, "Don't War- Worry, Darling," uh, directed by Olivia Wilde, uh, starring Harry Styles. This movie we talked about it last week because it had a lot of controversy behind it, and all kinds of crazy stuff. Um. Yeah, there's a, a weird story when they when um, Harry Styles was taking a seat during the premiere. It looked like he spit on his co-star Chris Pine, um, which Chris Pine's people have come out and said no, that didn't happen. Who knows? I mean, why would he admit it? Because he probably Chris Pine's a professional and probably wouldn't want to like. This have movie's more been a mess from the get-go. But yeah, just it. That's. I think everyone's ready to just kill it with all this stuff also this florence Pooh lady or whatever i'm so sick of her name trending and like yeah uh, the headline was like oh she's not even making eye contact with olivia wilde this is your article mm-hmm. yeah. what are we doing people people like the uh the controversy here i don't so. don't put it in it flashes on my screen <laughs> i i don't care tell me apple stuff verizon news united those are my yeah. jams yeah well um so it did have its premiere and people did see it and it's got reviews and it, they're not good. So uh, right now on Metacritic, uh, a 48 with 25 people. Um, that's, that's I heard pre- it was as bad as the review of Medellin from Entourage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got no offers at the end of the, <laughs> they screened it. <laughs> well, Harvey offered to yeah. buy it for a dollar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think the review is that well, Florence Pugh is good. She's a she's a good actress. Harry Styles is a, in a boy band or was in a boy band, and there's a huge disp- disparity between their talents. And was really he the shows. one in Dunkirk or was that another one? Yes, he was. But if you remember in that movie, he barely says anything because it's not really. Yeah, about no, that was just and, he was in. I think he crawled under that ship that floated yeah. ashore, and that was like that was it. Yeah. Um, so I guess he's not good, and, and the movie is kind of what people thought it was. It's like okay, it's um, uh, Stepford Wives, Stepford or whatever. Wives, and I would say the village is what I'm guessing is like oh, it's probably man. Actually, it's in the future actually. It's not the past. It's gonna be one of those things. So it just yeah, it wasn't surprising and just wasn't good, and all the controversy still. The, the it, what matters is the movie good. So may, maybe the people reviewing it like let the controversy slip into how they felt by the movie. Um, I'll probably still end up watching it because there's just nothing. There's just not much coming out. You we know, get paid to see these movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'll probably end up seeing it. And, you know, I want to I want to see wh- why is Nick Kroll in this movie? And Nick Kroll was. Yeah, that the, made no uh, sense. I saw him in the photo. Yeah. Like, is that Nick Kroll? <laughs> He's like cheering the people on like, all right. OK. Um, yeah. So that's that's the first. That's the first one that I'm going to talk about here. Uh, another one, White Noise, which I was looking forward to. Uh, Adam Driver. Starring in another Noah Baumbach movie for Netflix. That movie already come out. Uh, no, that was a Michael Keaton movie called White Noise. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this is a different one. This is actually based on a, a, a well-known novel. Ah. Uh, Noah Baumbach's last few movies have come straight to Netflix. And he's kind of like, they, they have a good relationship there. Uh, but this is, the reports was he went way over budget. That he spent like over in excess of $100 million. Movies he's made have usually been small, like indie type movies. but But this one has like bigger stuff with it uh the reviews were like this movie isn't as good as we would hoped that's basically what came, what came Adam down to driver's so. looking like heath ledger a little um, bit yeah 
I mean, I love Adam Driver, and I'm sure I'll see this as Netflix. So it's it's free if you have Netflix. I guess that's one you way don't. to put it. Um, but yeah, it's a little disappointing that the early reactions are like, ah, it's not as good as we had hoped. And some people have said the book is weird and too, you can't really make a, a great movie out of the book, even if the book is great. So, um, well, we'll have to see later when it actually does come out. Uh, what do I got next? Uh, a movie called Bardo. So this is, uh, the, the newest movie from, uh, Alejandro Inaritu, who, uh, he won the Oscar for Best Director two years in a row for Birdman and The Revenant. Hasn't made a movie since. Uh, and now he's doing a movie for Netflix. And they're giving him money. Oh, go make a good thing. And the reviews are pretty bad of this one as well. So uh, a, f- a flop there for Netflix probably. So just a, b- a black and white smaller movie. Not making this big thing with movie stars like the last two movies. So um, yeah. Uh, so funny thing is the way people are kind of rating these movies is when they do the premiere they do a standing ovation even if your movie sucks they'll at least give you like a little bit of a standing ovation oh yeah so they're measuring how long how long they are um and so so for bardo it only went two minutes which is basically like an insult so they're still standing for brendan (laughs) frazier yeah um i got that on that list we'll get we'll get to it uh another one empire of light sam mendes is a new movie he did you know he's done a lot of great movies uh you know, American beauty and, uh, 1917 and skyfall. Um, so he, he, his new movie is about movie theater. So it's just one of those things where, you know, sometimes it's cool. Sometimes that's really pretentious talking about how the most important thing in the world is movies. Wait to see this. Yeah. So it's about projection projectionists and shit like that. And it's like, Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, the, the reactions are that, uh, Olivia Coleman, the, the star of it is great. Uh, but the movie may not be that great. Um, the next thing I got on this list is a movie called Tar with Kate Blanchett. And this is getting like great reviews and, and said, so, oh, Kate Blanchett's going to win another Oscar. And it's like, yeah, she's, she's pretty good. So I believe you're there. Uh, a movie called Bones and All. This is a crazy story. Uh, so it's uh, director, uh, Italian director Luca Guadagnino. Or, uh, I'm not going to be able to get the name right. Um, but he, he made the movie uh, Call Me By Your Name from a few years back. Uh, this new movie, Bones and All, is a a romance movie featuring cannibalism. Um, We've all been there. And um, it, he did bring back one of the stars of Call Me By Your Name, um, but not the one that actually was involved in real-life cannibalism, Army Hammer, but uh, Timothy Chalamet. So uh, I wonder if they uh, took notes or they, they asked him as a consultant, like, all right, so this is, this is about cannibalism. What do you know? Uh, army hammer you know um but so weird also uh timothy chalmay you probably saw this picture his like premiere outfit was like i don't even know what to describe it it was uh pretty strange he's he's an artist you know i didn't see his premiere outfit. all right well just go if you google his name right now i'm sure it's gonna pop up and you'll be like oh yep that's the thing it's gonna take me eight hours to spell his last name <laughs> yeah should I should auto populate? He spells his first name not like Just, a normal person. What? Where are his sleeves? They're gone. You know, I'd like to see a movie about how you can take a normal person growing up, like in a suburb of Pennsylvania, and then put them in a huge movie, and then just watch how weird they become yeah. after that. After that movie, yeah. You could, I think for it's instance, like... you wear a you know a silk scarf for your shirt. Elvis, I think, 
got into that a little bit, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, he became famous. That's now, young. by the way, on uh, HBO Max. Yeah. Anyone who uh, like, I feel like I'm kind of pissed. So I just saw it in theaters like 36 hours ago. Not really. Yeah. But. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. Um, I-, I just looking at this photo. I assume he's probably banned from Russia. Also, <laughs> <laughs> it's an auto ban. Yeah. I mean, and the, the arc of it is 20 years from now, he'll probably like live in Russia permanently and like hate America. Or Ironically, something. yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, next on the list, uh, The Whale. This was uh, all over Ooh. the internet yesterday. Uh, Bro, Andy, it. is this movie about Harvey Weinstein? No. Oh. He's not playing Harvey Weinstein. I there is a movie about Harvey Weinstein coming out this okay. year. I forgot what it was called, but um, or at least about the investigation. Uh, but The Whale is about a 600-pound man uh, and his strained relationship with his teenage daughter. Uh, Brendan Fraser is playing the 600-pound man. And uh, I think if you're 600 pounds, anything you do is strained. Yes, that's that's <laughs> I'd say very true. Um, yeah, even if you want to make an effort, it's uh, you know, it's hard to be there when you're 600 pounds. Uh, but that, yeah, that's a great uh setup for good drama there. And the reaction to this is that Brennan Fraser's great, he's he's the Oscar favorite. Um, where does he, the he prosthetic down, end? I, I don't know. I, that's a good behind the scenes. We should look like his ear is almost engulfed in fat. Yeah, I mean he he's put on a lot of weight, but if, you, if you've seen he's the last five years, he's, you knew that already. Yeah, he's probably like five pounds lighter than Zion Williamson. <laughs> you gotta pre- compare everyone to him. <laughs> yeah. He's he's the measurement. Um, but yeah, there was a uh, a video of uh, during the, the the standing ovation for him that he kind of went into the aisle and just kind of like broke down and like was just you know loving the. The, the love for him. So that was a, a really a nice moment. You know, I want to see him become the new face of like the maybe he should be the face of the wildest ride in the wilderness movie. Yeah. The the train ride. Yeah. I want him to have a Disney movie, but not a dumb Marvel thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't done any Marvel thing. He was going to be in the Batgirl movie and could, yeah. they took it away from him. You know, Um. I think yeah, I'm happy about that. That's that's one of my most anticipated movies. It's um, Darren Aronofsky. I was. Like I mean, I guess stuff, he so. has the jungle. Don't they have that treehouse at Disneyland? Wasn't that George of the Jungle? Oh, that's Tarzan. Oh, they're like similar characters, but different. Tarzan's, I think, serious, and George of the Jungle is a comedic. Well, so yeah, they're, they're they're both the same. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I mean, I saw that video, and I think the whole world probably saw that video, and so he's now the biggest movie star on the planet. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. I mean, he which was, is great because he doesn't annoy me in any way, or you know, everything. I, I like all of his stuff. I even like George of the Jungle. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love that one. Good as movie a kid. as a kid. Yeah. Um, of course, Encino Man. I watch Encino Man all the time. Oh yeah, Weezin the Juice. Yeah, it's great stuff. Um, so yeah, but I think everyone is rooting for him. So it's it's good that it, it wasn't a disaster. That it okay, it turned out well, and he's great. So it wasn't a weird. Uh, project um another movie i got on this list women talking it's supposed to be really really good that is actually the name of the movie women talking so it sounds like a uh a 90s comedy bit or something but it's literally the name uh like a bunch of famous actresses and it's like well they're all really good so they'll all be competing against each other for the oscar so uh that'll be interesting to see uh, another probably my other most anticipated is a movie called banshees of inna uh, this the is Halo a movie. 
No, it is uh, Martin McDonough's new movie. Um, he's the guy who did um, In Bruges and Three Billboards. So it's uh, Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson uh, back together from In Bruges. And uh, the premise just, it sounds great, where it's just Brendan Gleeson decides he doesn't want to be friends with Colin Farrell anymore. And Colin Farrell's character cannot understand it and wants to know more. And just just a weird, funny drama set in, I think, 1920s Ireland. So um, I'm sure it's going to be very... Oh, they're going to let their accents go yeah, wild. Very hilarious, very dry humor, and I'm looking forward to it. So, um, yeah, and the reviews of that have been fantastic. So that's good to hear. Oh, dig. Yeah, so a lot of stuff. And then, yeah, next week there's the Toronto one, and then, I don't know, Spielberg's movie is supposed to be at some festival later in the year. So yeah, there are movies that are being made. They just decided to take like two months off in August mm. and September. Very yeah. strange, but well, they knew it'd be so hot. Yeah, that, that was it. Uh, I, you want to go to the movies when it's hot though, because it's movie theaters. They keep like yeah. 61 degrees. It's great. I guess that's true. Yeah. I don't know then. Well, we should re- hit them up and ask them what. Yeah. About. Yeah. On behalf of regal theaters. Why yeah. did you guys do this? Yeah. Sincerely. Yeah. All right. Well, tell us about uh, you've been calling this from the get go Paramount and Showtime. Yeah. So soon uh, you'll be able to bundle Showtime with Paramount Plus and uh, it'll just be one one thing. Um, this makes sense. I mean, they that's part of their company. CBS, Paramount, Showtime's all one company. So why? hide some of your best stuff um, in, in its own separate service, just consolidate it all. Um, because people like me were like, I don't want to get Paramount Plus. I'm not getting everything they own. It seems like I'm not yeah. getting the right deal. Although right now is a good time to get it because are you afraid of the dark? It's Halloween. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And they seem to be committed to it. They're, they make content for it and there's all the old, old stuff. But Showtime adds an extra layer of not, not just stuff they make now, but they have older shows, you know. They got a big back catalog, so um, good decision. And I believe across the rest of the world, that's already been the case. So it was also a reason I'm like, well, why? If I'm in Italy, I get I get Showtime with Paramount Plus. Why do I have to pay for it separately in America? It's not fair. So, all right. Well, maybe uh, that'll move the needle for him. I think it's yeah. smart. All right, this is huge. Nick Cage, two new movies. Yeah, so he, he's back. Um, I'm happy that the stuff he's been in recently, it's, it's kind of like it's people are ready to have Nick Cage be in a lot of things and real movies, not just weird stuff at the Red Box or on a streaming service that you don't even know about. But a uh, couple new projects were announced. Uh, the first one is is actually going to an A24 movie. So that adds some legitimacy to the movie. Um, and it's going to be produced by uh, Ari Aster, who's the, who did... Um, Hereditary, so a big name. He's not directing, but producing it. Uh, that movie's called Dream Scenario. Um, and then another thing, uh, another movie called uh, Sympathy for the Devil. I don't know if it has anything to do with uh, Stones. Rolling Stones at all, but uh, it just sounds like he's... Uh, they said his character is the passenger and the other co-star is the driver and there's a thriller something going on and just like, yep, I'm in, you know. Uh, I wrote a tank in the general's rank. Yeah. Wow, the Blitzkrieg (laughs) rank in the finest day. Something like that. Of course, we talked about who killed them Kennedys. Last week, um, 
National Treasure 3 might be a thing too. So it's just like, you know, he's back. That's good. We got to get him and Brendan Fraser in yeah. a movie together. Yeah. The Mummy have, Treasure. Have they ever been in one? Now, Dean, it's an interesting question. They could steal so. the old cars that the mummy had buried with him. Mm-hmm. Okay. In 60 seconds. The, or the less. mummy character is from the past, so he'd have to be like preserved like a mummy himself. Who's the mummy? What? No, I'm saying Nick Cage and Brandon Fraser have to go steal a car that was buried with a mummy. But I'm saying the character from the mummy movies. Oh, was from the 1920s. So he doesn't. He's not the same era as Nick Cage. I see. Well, uh, he just happens to look just like his great grandfather. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. Johann von (laughs) Wolfhausen. All right. See, this, you could write yourself right out of these problems. Yeah. Spinning out of the rails. All right, Andy. We got two new movie trailers. Winnie the Pooh. Yes. Uh, Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh, Blood in Honey. So uh, we had covered this before, but Winnie the Pooh became public domain very recently, uh, which means you can do whatever you want with it. Similar to Pinocchio, while we have like a million Pinocchio movies. Uh, so some guy's idea was to. Make a slasher movie starring Winnie the Pooh. Um, and we saw the first trailer. It looks terrible. looks cheap as hell. It looks like the worst Halloween masks on a guy wearing a shirt. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I never could give this a chance. I, lo- I love horror. I love bad oh, horror. Knock it off. You know you're seeing this. But uh, just it, it looks like the biggest just rush to get something out sooner than anyone else. And it's like this is the idea. Um so so very bad and i believe a good chunk of the winnie the pooh characters are not public domain because they're actually like disney creations and disney would never actually allow them to be um here so it's just winnie the winnie the pooh and piglet it's just them two that are still alive and they do the killing so yeah check out that trailer if you're curious about it uh looks looks very bad yeah i'm uh, i'm good <laughs> All right, what about Wendell and Wild? Uh, this one should be good. Uh, hopefully, this is way better than Winnie the Pooh. Uh, this is uh, Henry Selleck, the uh, director of Night Nightmare Before Christmas. I always, There's too many names, with, too many movies with Nightmare and stuff. Um, he also did uh, Coraline, another stop-motion thing. So this is another stop-motion movie. Been in development for a long time. Uh, it's written by Key and Peele. And they're, they're also starring as uh, Wendell and Wild here. So uh, cool to have them working together. Uh, and yeah, and the Henry Selleck has done great work. Um, and yeah, the trailer's out. It It is that style of animation. It looks weird and creepy. Uh, appears to be a Halloween movie, and it's coming out mm. October 28th on Netflix. So Okay, um, that's the only way it's going to get seen. Yeah, so I'm um, excited for this one. This one, like I said, I've, I've known about this for like a few years and like, so it's been a long time. It takes a long time to make that shit, you know, mm-hmm. stop motion stuff. So um, should be well done. All right. Pretty fun. All right. Well, we're going to get into what we've been watching. But before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This leash works with your dog's current collar or harness. And when you plug in promo code, Tony. That is T-O-N-Y at checkout. They're going to give you 65% off just because they're friends of the pod. 
So head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code TONY for 65% off. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right, Andy, how many things do you have? I got five. Oh, boy. I have one. Okay. Late us off. Well, I'm going to start here with a new TV series. Uh, it's called The Patient. It is a FX produced. Ooh, I started on, this. Okay. It's on, it's on Hulu. Um, two episodes out. They're very short. Interesting. Yes. It's, a, it's a drama. And the first episode, I believe, is only like 20 minutes uh, yeah. before you hit credits. And it's like, well, that wasn't enough yet. Uh, so they needed to have those two episodes out. Um, but yeah, good, good start. Interesting idea. Steve Carell is a, uh, psychologist who is kidnapped by a murderer who wants him desperately to help him. Um, I enjoyed it. I think those two actors are the other one, Donald Gleason, um, whose father is uh, Brendan Gleason, who I just talked about, uh, in that, that movie that I want to see a uh, good acting family right there. Um, I did enjoy that uh, his character, the killer character, was like, we're not like we are in the movies. Uh, but then it remi- he reminded me of uh, Patrick Bateman from American Psycho, where he was, he was obsessed about food instead of music. But every time he'd be like, oh, I got you this this takeout and then just go into like all the crazy details about why they're so great. And I was like, uh-huh, oh, yeah, he's obsessed. I'm wondering <laughs> what that is about. It was it was humorous to me. Um. But yeah, I, I wanted to see this because it was uh, done by the people who did The Americans, and that was my favorite show. Oh, and so. it's Steve Carell. Yeah. yeah. They did I, leave it on a cliffhanger, which uh, I yeah. believe the next episode came out today for us on Hulu, so we'll yeah, see who's sense. coming down those stairs. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, not. I mean, the first two episodes, that's a total of like 42 minutes. Not much of an investment right there. But. Nope. All right. Well, is that what you had on your list? or <laughs> No. Okay. I forgot about that. Yeah. I right. also, I wouldn't count it until later. I yeah, also have been yeah. watching Mike Tyson mm-hmm. and I started an episode of bear. I don't know if I can handle that one. Yeah. It's too stressful. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's an acceptable response. It's, it's what it's going for. Um, all right. I'll do another one here. I'll do a Spider-Man no way home. The extended edition. I did go to the movie theaters to watch Spider-Man again. Oh, you um, didn't bring it to the top because they, uh, they lost it. Yeah, um, top gun. But I wanted to see it in the the good uh, movie, the Dolby Theater, um, to see what that was like too. But uh, it was interesting to watch this extended cut because that stuff fascinates me on what, how they cut movies and what stuff gets in, what stuff doesn't get in. Because the stuff that they cut was good, but I understand why they cut it because most of it took place in the beginning of the movie, so it. With this stuff put back in, it was probably almost 90 minutes before you even get to um, Dr. Octopus, you know, which is like, well, that's what people wanted. So it means two hours before you get to Tobey Maguire or anything like that. And it's like, uh, so like, yeah, the the stuff they cut, um, if you remember, they had all the comedic actors as like the teachers from the, the earlier movies and they have one little scene. And it's like, oh, that's disappointing. I'd like to see more J.B. Smoove or Martin Starr. Yeah, um, yeah. That's what they cut is like funny stuff from those people. Um, but it makes sense. It makes the movie flow better without it. Um, but it was good, good scene. So it's, I guess that's a nice little thing to throw on a, on the Blu-ray or something. Um, I did go on the Spider-Man ride, by the way. It's uh, yeah, it's terrible. It's for children. Yeah, uh, it's I don't Disney needs to figure out like they need to make better 
rides here. I mean, I guess the, the Star Wars thing was good. Why couldn't you do something similar like that with, with Spider-Man? Too much money? I don't know. Maybe they'd yeah. have the footprint. They're being cheap. Yeah. It sounds like that whole Marvel land is kind of a bust. Yeah, I mean, stuff. they have a old like a Doctor ride Strange, that's their best ride. Yeah, Doctor Strange magic show or something. <laughs> right. yeah. He's just pulling rabbits. I don't know. It's not cool. They really do a magic show? Yeah, no, that's what I saw they oh, do. <laughs> I didn't know that. Like, like he does magic, like he does the rings, and then oh, the rings are are stuck together, and oh, they're separate. It's like, it's like oh, come on, pu. <laughs> <laughs> all right, keep going. All right, uh, okay, I got. I'm gonna do two as a as a little bunch here, and then I'll let you let you go um, with yours. But they're both Stallone movies. That's why I'm Ooh. screwed. I'm here. Uh, the first Escape one. Plan. Uh, what? Watch Escape Plan. No. no, I did see there. There is another one. There's like a third one on some streaming thing. Uh, but Copland from 1997. Uh, I'd never seen this movie. Had you? Have you seen this? Never even heard of it. Uh, it is an incredible cast. Like I don't know how you got all these people. Oh, wow. Um, it's got about 15 people that were in the Sopranos, <laughs> like the little like characters, like and then yeah. including people like you know Edie Falco and stuff. And and Ray Liotta was not in the Sopranos; he was supposed to be, but then he was in the the movie um, that came out last year. But just yeah, a million people: Stallone, Keitel, uh, De Niro. It's like how many times have De Niro and Keitel been in the same movie together? Like 90 times. But yeah, and just smaller roles: Michael Rappaport, Robert Patrick. It's just like a million people. Uh, and it's just an interesting story of uh, a town in New Jersey, right across the the river there, where there's a disproportionate amount of cops that live there. And Stallone plays the sheriff of sheriff of the small town, uh, while the rest of the people are like the city cops, and they're probably corrupt. And uh, De Niro is the internal affairs guy, and it's just a uh, good little movie. So it's uh, written and directed by James Mangold, who's gone on to do uh, big things, and is. The uh, Indiana Jones Five director, so uh, I liked it. It was on HBO. Didn't know anything about it, and glad I checked it out. Um, Interesting. Oh, it also has um, wow, Deacon from King of Queens. I was like, hey, that's oh, <laughs> love me some Deacon. Yeah. It's probably before King of Queens. I was like, so there's just a lot of people you recognize, even people I didn't know. Just like I've seen that person before. Yeah. Um, the other Stallone movie is uh, a new release uh, on Amazon, uh, a real movie. Um, I think I put on Amazon called Samaritan. Uh, it's an interesting idea, um, although maybe this a little crazy. The old superhero. Yeah. A little worn out yeah. premise of like, oh, it's like a superhero movie, but it's not a comic book that exists. He's he's retired or, you know, in I guess in hiding, you know, he's not an active superhero. and People don't even know he's still incognito. Yeah, but there's a kid who believes, oh, he's still he's still alive, even though, you know, it's like 30 years. The, the, the premise is 30 years ago, him and his uh, villain rival fought each other and they both died. Um, but this kid believes, no, he really he's still alive. He's still out there. Um, and of course he is. He's he's his next door neighbor, Sylvester Stallone. And um, the kid gets in trouble. There's a gang and. It's a cool idea of, okay, how about you have a 70-year-old guy and he used to be a superhero. He still can do some stuff, but, you know, he's, you know, regretful about the past or whatever. And it just, it's not executed well. I feel like it either should have been more serious, more gritty, or the opposite, more silly. Like, I was trying to think it could have been like Sin City, something really stylized and 
because the whole idea is like the town is terrible and everything is terrible and unemployment's a thousand percent. Um, but it just didn't go hard enough. But then it was also a movie about a little kid meeting someone with powers, which is a very famous, you know, template for stuff. Um, but it wasn't very kids movie. Like, I don't think a kid would watch this and be like, this is great. Um, so just weird in the middle where they went with it. Um, there's also a twist in the movie that I think the movie went much better if the twist was actually just the premise of the movie. Um, so I won't spoil it for this show, but it's just, I don't know. I, there, there, there was something here and, and Sloan still got it. He was, he's not the problem with this movie at all. Like he was oh, yeah. completely good. And he's, he, that's a good role for him to be, uh, you know, a beaten down older guy when the kids trying to get through to him. Like that's, it's, it's a great setup. And it just, it, it's disappointing. This movie didn't work. So yeah. Um, yeah, so that's Samaritan on Amazon Prime. All right. Yeah, I don't intend to watch that, but yeah. you never know. All right, you ready for mine? Yep. I watched the long-awaited extended director's cut on Peacock, Jurassic World Dominion. Looks like they added about 13-ish minutes, give or take. I think it was 240, somewhere along those lines, maybe less. Uh, and this shows on IMDb 227, so for the regular movie. Uh it was good. Uh, it's a lot of action. It's fun. Uh, it's a little bit too much 007 meets like Fast and the Furious for me. Uh, I also don't like, and I, I could, I should have thought a little bit more about this today, but it was too, too hectic. Why do they keep making these mega companies, like the leaders evil, obviously, but why do they always make them look like Tim Cook, but behave like Bill Gates? Yeah, it's. I mean, I, like, that was, that one was my supposed to be Bill Gates, yeah. right? But why make him look like Tim Cook? It's not like like, oh, who is it? Like, we yeah. can't figure it out. Because yeah, people. I don't think he's like socially awkward or anything. I think he's a normal guy. But yeah, it was that. It was that exact look. Um, but yeah, it reminded me. Yeah, the the don't look up had the same thing of like a tech executive that's just a weirdo, and it's just like yeah, it's not. Yeah, that's that's where that's exactly the one yeah. I was thinking of. Um. I don't know. And the locust thing, like, <laughs> what the hell? Um, but I mean, it's, it's a fine movie. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I understand the critics hated it, but they have to. Um, Chris Pratt. It's great. Great cast. Love having, uh, you know, Sam Neill back and, uh, you know, gold bloom does what gold bloom does does. He's annoying. And that character is just kind of a turd and then bd wong is do we hate him or does he have redemption in this movie i like that they're like get this asshole out of here like he's the second villain in every single one of these movies he just goes where the high the highest bidder is is paying is the brains he's smart but he's evil the scientists without morals it's a common thing and i did like they that they bought brought back that dinosaur that does the uh uh the spitting oh, the the, yeah paralysis yeah. uh because you hadn't seen that really you know since newman mm-hmm. yeah and, that's a good you know, one it was a good callback i thought for and appropriate for this movie which, which was you know well they're, they're rich with callbacks too many callbacks relating to that i feel like they used the same audio of like newman getting attacked in this one quite possible quite yeah. possible but yeah it's it's fun also I don't know. In this world where like everyone's awful to everyone, did we really need it to be so realistic with how shitty people are and just 
easily gonna you know take advantage of animals because well they're worth something to some dumbass Chinese businessman. I yeah, don't know. Couldn't it be a little bit more fantasy land? We're talking about goddamn dinosaurs. For it. An environmental uh, message, you know? The poachers are bad. Where's Malta? Is that Africa? It's in the Mediterranean. Okay. It's like off the coast of Italy. But yeah. so is it Italy? It's between Italy and Africa, North Africa. It's there. its own tiny island or yeah. something. Okay. Yeah, and, it, and it's. I think it's further. It's not like Sicily where it's like right there. And it's Sicily is actually legally Italy. Yeah. It's further away. Let's see. Got it. Okay. Because, yeah. yeah, I wasn't sure. I was like, that looks a lot like Italy, but I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's culturally probably pretty close. And then, it, like, it was fun that, like, they were specifically saying, oh, we're in Malta, and then, like, all these pieces of shit are there, and it's like, wouldn't a country kind of, like, we don't want to be responsible. Why are all these assholes here? <laughs> yeah, I wonder if Malta, like, gave them tax credits to film it, and then they just turned Malta into, like, the criminal... Shit yeah, like this is like, all oh. underground. You do whatever the hell you want. We want to here. show off our beautiful art- architecture and museums, and you're showing up, make it look like we're just a criminal. The other thing I was trying to, uh, it wasn't Fast and Furious. It was what well, kind of was, but uh, Star Wars. Star Wars, what? Because it was it's a half, what? It's half Star Wars. You have all these weird ghouls and monsters walking around, <laughs> and like, they're flying everywhere. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's good. The the T-Rex fight was fun. You, yeah, you got to have those. Otherwise, it's not a complete movie. Uh, the scissor dinosaur was the coolest thing. Why do they yeah. have the the dinosaur with Freddy Krueger claws? I don't know, but it's cool. So Is that real? <laughs> yeah, no, they that's a real thing. That's Talk about a missed opportunity insane. in seven other movies. Yeah. <laughs> Think of my nightmares. But yeah, I uh, I wouldn't be surprised if I, I find myself flipping this on in the uh, future uh, when I'm bored and just kind of half watching it. Although it is... Halloween time, so like, I've already watched Goosebumps two like one and a half times. Yeah, and uh, what else we watch? She be Halloween, of course. So might not have time. It's it, it's watchable. It's good. All right. Well, I I did get into the uh, the Halloween spirit and watched a uh, a horror movie I'd never seen before, but I knew about uh, an American werewolf in London. So oh, I'm gonna watch this at some point before my trip. This is uh from 1981. John Landis coming off of Animal House and the Blues Brothers. Uh, he wrote this horror script like years prior, and he's like, I'm gonna, I can finally make it. I have the uh, the funding to do it. Um, and he's still, it's still his style. So it's funny at at times, but people have described it as a, a horror comedy. I wouldn't describe it. I don't even know if it's even a horror. It's more of just a a tragedy it's it's these two american backpackers they get attacked by a werewolf and what the fear of is was that real was am i going to turn into a werewolf and and also just being they're two americans stuck in a foreign country it might be they speak the language but it's still they're still foreigners you know yeah you can so. ev- understand every like third word <laughs> yeah that's, that's true also in the beginning they're in they're in uh in northern england which is just that's not it's like an entirely different place but they don't even speak yeah. english technically <laughs> yeah. there um but yeah it, it, interesting london movie i mean the, the the rest of it takes place in london it's definitely in london you get to see the uh the tube i believe oh. so um but yeah it's it it's good well made special effects are um the best it, it won it won the academy award i think for, it was the first time they actually had best makeup and special effects thing but like it's it's really good stuff really good good creatures good zombies i guess i don't know i don't want to say too much more but um 
Yeah, I thought it was a really good movie, more so than it is a good horror movie. Um, I don't know if I was... I feel like this was always on Comedy Central when I was a kid. It probably was, but I don't think it's... It's definitely humorous at times, but I wouldn't call it a comedy. I mean, I, I love the horror comedy genre, but I think this is a pretty serious subject, at least to me. Then it's it was it was tense and more so than scary. Like, there's not like monsters stalking them the entire movie or something like that, you know? Like, oh, yeah. there's a killer. Like, you could see a werewolf movie of like, oh, there's a werewolf out there and it's picking people off. And it's like, no, that's not what this movie is. It's something different. Um, Panic on the streets but, of London. But yeah, this is on, uh, I watched it on Amazon. So Prime, yeah, very yep. good. All right, uh, anything else to add? Uh, that is it. All right, well, you've been listening to episode 287 of the Tony Stick Podcast. I'm Sean, and join with me. We had Off-Road turning into a werewolf Andy. Yep. I'll see you later. <laughs>